You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 43 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. And here we are again. Here we are again. We're still alive, which is a big, you know... Barely. Big thing in 2020. We're still here. Barely. Barely. I, I mean, well, I mean, I've got, like, my personal issue, and then we have our, our national issue. What personal issue? Are you sick? Are you dying? No, I'm not. Well, dude, I was out for a run oh, yesterday morning. I was having dying. a good one. You're not dying. I was like, I'm a freaking stud. I'm coming to the end of this run. I had a great one. Take one step, like mad back spasms. Oh. And for the rest, I feel like a 75-year-old man. I can't move. That's really a problem. Fuck. Your back spasms. Ugh. All right, you know, I wanted to ask you something because yeah. this is a story that's kind of starting to break a little bit, but we have it's okay. really gotten very little traction outside okay. outside of the Beltway. Yeah. Um, Which story? The story about the, the Russian soldiers <laughs> who are being paid Christ. bounties, or the Russian spies who are paying Afghani soldiers bounties right. to kill American troops. And right. apparently the administration has known about this since March yep. and has done... Uh, jack shit about it. Well, it's not that they've done jack shit. It's that the president has invited Putin to join the G7. Right. Okay. So yeah, yes. And like a couple of other things. Uh, right. So uh, that's more. That I would say that's more. Solicitous. That's more carrot than stick. Correct. <laughs> it's a lot more carrot than stick. Yeah. So 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 how come nobody is talking about this? Well, because the the article dropped last night. Was it only so last night? You know, it was, only, it was last night with the with the ongoing news so, cycle that is just perpetual. I feel like I've been hearing about this already for three days, but it's really yeah. only been so the article. The article dropped last night yeah. in the midst of you know basically what's become an uncontrolled outbreak <laughs> of coronavirus in Arizona uh, and other places, Florida <laughs> and Texas. I mean. They, they, I, I actually caught, I don't know, some physician on TV, some, you know, like an, a real epidemiologist on TV, not like the local radiologist right. who said, these, we are, we're at the point where we're looking at uncontrolled outbreaks in these states. Yeah, that's, so there's that. Um, that's good leadership right you, there. <laughs> then you have the court, that also breaking news last night that the court, uh, a federal court said that the, they had to release children who were in custody because the Customs and Border Protection Service is doing absolutely nothing about coronavirus outbreaks in these detention centers, otherwise known as concentration camps for immigrant kids. People get angry when you and say concentration camp. I know, I know, but I, I, I think it fits the... Well, it if it walks like a it's duck... It's not a death camp. If it walks like a duck, it talks like right. a duck. Yeah. So there was, two, there was two... And there was something else that was big... I don't remember what it was. At least here in D.C., the the House voted for the first oh, time yeah. ever that's for D.C. statehood. So that's really big. So there's been a lot going on. There's always in a the, lot going on. But this this level of treason seems like this it should is, rise to the top of the of the news. Um, it's it's 
really quite stunning. Um, one of the pro- one of the things though that they don't know, yeah, is that in this period that they believe that this was happening, right? Twenty American soldiers were killed. I saw that, but they don't. But know. they don't know how many were directly related to this Russian intel. But does operation. it make a difference, really? Does it matter if it's nineteen? Well, no, or it doesn't. One? I mean, the fact that the no, I, I think even if it's if it's zero right. and the administration was continuing to be solicitous towards. Vladimir Putin Knowing is that this totally outrageous, totally treasonous, totally impeachable, yeah. all of the things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just it's beyond comprehension. So how come, where are all of the patriots, the patriotic Republicans, where are they? How come they're right. not speaking up? What would have happened had this... <laughs> I mean, we always play. Every every story is this game, right? Oh, wait. The other big story was just... The other big story yeah. was that the coronavirus task force finally met, <sighs> and Mike Pence gave this whole oh, thing about God. how we've flattened the curve, we've beaten it, and so on and so forth. Meanwhile, we have these uncontrolled outbreaks. Go. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to No, start. no, no. I mean, there's just the level of insanity so, so yeah, if, so if, high. If the Republicans... If there was a New York Times story on a Friday night in the early summer during the Obama administration... Yeah in which it was revealed that the Russians were paying for American scalps in Afghanistan. And we've known about Barack Obama it. already would be impeached and removed yeah, from office. We've known, and, we, and that we've known about it for months and that right. we've been rewarding Putin instead right. of punishing him. I mean, Fox News I mean, would explode at this point, right? Like, they'd be explode. talking about this for the next seven or eight years. Right. How many hearings right. would we have about it? How right. how much taxpayer right. money would be spent? How many pearls would be clutched? I mean, I don't even know what what is the possible Republican spin on this one. Though? I didn't hear the story. Is what they'll say. Uh, well, you know, oh, you know what right. the spin is. Unverifiable. Uh, this is fake news. Well, not fake news so much as well. That's one estimation, and we need to investigate further because we're not really sure about the validity of this, and we have to the sources. And I mean, I can see that they're just not going to buy it, right? Like they're just going to say see, it's not true, right? You're going to see you're going to see something like someone like Rand Paul, and this is this is riffing off my friend John. Who is a who's an avid listener of the Amen Corner? Who texted me yesterday? He he said, you know, some of them will say, well, why should we? Why should we? Th- this is stuff that is pumped out by the U.S. intelligence community, right? And the deep state, and, and the deep state, and the deep state wants us to stay in Afghanistan for twenty years. Exactly. I mean, that, and so that's answer. like a Rand Paul kind of thing. There's your answer. And well, but now I mean that, that's a that's a tough argument for Lindsey Graham to to make because he want he genuinely wants to be in Afghanistan for another yeah, 20 but years. Lindsey Graham doesn't have a hard time doing the verbal gymnastics right. and other kinds of gymnastics either. Is uh, he is his is he tied in that in that Senate race? We've been getting we've been getting uh, commercials yeah, for his know. Democratic competitor. And it says he's tied. I mean, they were saying the same thing. That would about, be extraordinary. They've been saying that about McGrath and uh, McConnell for a while. And McGrath is not even going to be the the candidate. Well, they don't know. Well, has they, it been has it been called? No, not yet. But I mean, there's a chance that she won't be. There's a chance. It's it was too close to call. Yeah. So I mean, I've been seeing all these polls for so long about like, oh, it's a statistical dead heat. Like, I don't know. Right. Do you really think that these people are? Well, it's possible to, to dislodge them, especially in a place like Kentucky, where they reduce the number of polling stations right. from thirty seven hundred to two hundred. I think. I mean, well, but what I think it, 
I think what it reflects, however, is this. First, one, would you have ever imagined, let's take South Carolina, would you ever imagine that Lindsey Graham would be in trouble in South Carolina? Trump is wildly popular there. And Lindsey Graham has Lindsey Graham has been, you know, performing all kinds of services for Donald Trump. So if not for the voter suppression that goes on in these places, no, you would, well, it would clearly it, it would be a place where Democrats genuinely had a shot. But there is voter suppression and we know that. Well, right. 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 Yeah. Well, it just goes to show how much we have to fight against voter suppression. Well, I mean, voter suppression, I think, is only part of it. The other part is when you are in power and you have your your fingers on the buttons of power and you can pull the strings to, you know, the power of the incumbency is strong no matter where you are. So you sure. have control over the apparatus that, yeah. you know, that gives you an inherent advantage. Plus, of course, right. the name recognition because when voters show up right. at the polls, the you know all right. the studies show that the only thing mm-hmm. that really matters is who has more name recognition. So when you look at those two names, one of them in your brain lights up and the other one doesn't. What was that movie with Eddie Murphy? Uh, Where he he goes to Congress the, the same the distinguished gentleman. <laughs> a terrible movie. The same name of the guy who died, right? right? A terrible movie. And he won. Yes, and he wins the election running. Because he has the name recognition of a dead congressman who was right, right. and isn't isn't John Goodman in that? And he's like the he's like Goodman the Mitch McConnell. I don't remember. I don't know. That movie is Whatever. like thirty years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, but that's that. What's interesting? Like, if I I once taught intro to U.S. government. Yeah. If if I was teaching that now, the day after the midterm, I would screen that film. Because it's about the power of incumbency. You would screen it after the midterms, not before. If if the, if we hadn't gotten to the point where, well, because no one's no one ever comes to class prepared after the midterm. You think right? So no, no. And so I in the last couple times that I taught, what I would do is I would, which I'd show some interesting film yeah. about the region that we could talk about, um, or make them watch it before they came to class, which was. So, 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 so do we think that this story is going to take off over the next few days? Do we think that it's going to get legs? I, I don't see how it can. Right? I mean, it's so unbelievable. This is big. This and is it's a big just, deal. It's just, you know, it's not, it, the least shocking aspect of it is that Russian intelligence was paying. Right, that should surprise Afghans no one. Kill America. Should surprise no one. The fact that the administration knew about it. And they were still but again, courting Putin. Again, at this point, that should surprise no one either. No, I don't know. Right? I don't know. You know, it's so bad. I mean, even that seems to me beyond the pale. But Trump, who wraps himself in the freaking troops and the MAGA troops and the and all this stuff, and just but the, you know, the, all of that it's is true. So he, he wraps himself in the trappings of being patriotic, but right. when push comes to shove, so now he is Putin's bitch, and he has been since the first minute. And so you and would Hillary think said this, it. Hillary said it right. in the debates. He right. is the puppet. So you would think that people who in Congress, like you know, Mitch McConnell, uh, Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham. Right. Marco Rubio, these are, you know, especially the latter three, pretty hawkish, would immediately break from the president. But they won't because it's, they still well, don't see it as being uh, – they still 
have, as they have Saturday, yet, they haven't. They have yet to see him as an electoral liability. I'm guessing that Lisa Murkowski will say that she's oh, deeply troubled. Right, right. And, and then, what's her name? And, it, and it's it's making it harder right, for her to support to him. Consider, yeah, I will. To consider how she can support yeah, the somehow president. Somehow I will. <laughs> and what's her name from Maine? <clears throat> Susan Collins. And Susan Collins will be like, oh, this she is has very, very yeah. she has very serious questions yeah. that need to be answered. Right, but they won't be. Very serious she, questions. And then she'll move to on answer. to something else. But you and, know, and then, talking about and Mitch McConnell will tell her to shut up, and she will. And, but yep. talking about national security, we have the former national security advisor John Bolton, who <laughs> you know published his book last week. And is going on the talk show circuit talking about how unfit Trump is to be president. My question, first of all, he's another piece of crap. He is an absolute. <laughs> Can I tell you one of my friends said? Piece of crap. Tell me what your friend said. <laughs> one, of my, one of my friends who's a long time Middle East hand, long career in the State Department, yeah. said to me, We were, he's like, Have you read the Bolt book? I was like, No, I'm not going to read it. He's like, Yeah, and I'm not going to read Fuck it. That. I was like, But they're really. They're, and he was talking about how like Trump, how Pompeo and Bolton were going at it, and how Trump and Bolton were going at it. And he said, "Yeah, Trump versus Bolton. Yeah, it's like the Iran Iraq War. I'm for it. <laughs> Pretty much. But this, this this piece of crap could have yeah. could have testified before Congress, but yep. chose not to because he wanted his yep. payday for his book." He's just a he is, giant. These guys, there's nothing bag. patriotic about these people. About them, no. Now, one of the, and like, think about it. Um, Bolton just wanted to go to war with everybody. So he should. Let's hear what he has to say about Russia, because he wants to go to war with everybody. Right. Well, right. I mean, I'm sure that you've seen this. I'm sure you've had access to this. But anybody who wants a copy of Bolton's book, I have a PDF of it. Yeah, someone sent me yeah. a PDF of it. Also. I refuse to open it because I don't give a shit what it says. Well, but here's the thing: it's it based on what everybody says. It doesn't. It hasn't re- like the stuff on Turkey and and Hulk Bank, the state-owned bank, and the fact that Barr was slow rolling the SDNY's investigation and case against Hulk Bank. I was like, so when it came out, and that was you know people were tweeting about it. I was like, hmm, tell me something I don't already know. Okay, but you're like you know one of a handful of Turkey experts in right. the country. But still, so, it just it's so it, you're it not really you're not really the focus group. That but this is like at. a Beltway book. I don't know. My mom wasn't. My mom's read read all like the Trump books, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm not reading the Bolton book." Yeah, at least that's that was her kind of any view. Of it. She's like, "Oh my god, the Bolton book." Any Amen Corner listener who wants a copy of the PDF, send us an email, and we'll send it to you. But, oh, but don't god. spend any money on it. Don't let this guy enrich himself. These guys all need to go to jail. Right, where, all where is all, all of these, you know, tough alpha males, like, nobody can stand up to this guy when, when you're in office? Like, right. where is Mad, Mad Dog Mattis? Where is Kelly? These guys all hated him, right. yet they served him, right. and they deluded themselves into thinking that right. they were the ones protecting the country from him. Well, you know how right. you could have protected the country from him? You could have shouted from every rooftop, this guy rooftop, needs right. to go while you were right. in the well, administration, you know and you did not. I, you know what, Mattis, this is the problem with Mattis, who I, I've met a couple of times, and everybody talks about Mattis like he, he walks on water. I think Mattis believes the mythology about Mattis. Uh-huh. And so he always felt like, oh, he could work it out. He could 
he could talk the president out of this and that, and like through his own passive aggressiveness, he could, you know, he would, he could manage and shape things. And he was able to do that up until a point and not very successfully. And then he finally resigns, skulks away, goes on a book tour, yeah. is basically mute during his book tour. And it was only the incident on June 1st with Lafayette Square that he said something. But yeah. Jesus, it was a little bit too little, a little too late for, as far as I'm for concerned. all of them. All of all these of people are absolutely tarnished. I, tarnished. One, one advantage that we have as being Ashkenazic Jews of our generation, yeah. one of many advantages, but one advantage that we really have is besides gefilte fish, well, gefilte fish and you know babka and all the other good stuff. We yeah. know our history, uh-huh. and one of the things that I learned was all of these politicians in Germany thought that they would be able to control Hitler once he took power, right? And they and it turned out that nobody can control a megalomaniac once he maniac, takes power. Right. So, from anybody from the beginning of this from the, the time he was elected or even when he started running, anybody who said, oh, we can control him for our own purposes. Nope. No, you can't. And it's going to end up biting you in the ass and it's going to end up biting all of us in the ass. That I mean, is one advantage that we had. We saw this coming a mile right. away. Not that that's going to prevent it from happening. Is there anything surprising to you about the, the megalomania and the fact that he went to Tulsa and the fact that he went to Arizona and all this nonsense, no, and that yeah. no one can, no one can control him. He, he, oh, his advisors have been trying to talk him into yeah. wearing a mask. Yeah, come on, stop the bullshit. I know, seriously, and the media has to. Get Meanwhile, off of though, this apparently thing. the news is, the news today yeah. is that he's super paranoid about getting ill. Right. So, like, they're even further restricting, you know, m- m- restrictions around him and like upping health measures around him. Meanwhile, he's going around the country. And he's telling people that that wearing masks is a sign you don't like me. He's letting all these crazies define the narrative about masks that it's it's hurting it's it's socialism. It's 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 forcing conformity on people. So so where so where is our media in every press conference? Why aren't they asking him? So here are the protocols that, pe- that people go through to, to see you. Here's how many times you get tested. Right. Why does that work for you, right. but you don't believe in testing for everybody else? Why should nobody else get a, have to wear a mask? It's a mystery to me that they haven't hammered him that, in that direct kind of way. Like they, I feel like they've sort of danced around They're it a bit. They're fucking pussies, man, because they want access. And if you ask a question that is too hard-hitting, you will lose your access. Right. Somebody, again, has think, to say, I'm willing, Yamich, I'm willing to sacrifice. Do you think what's her name, no. Yamich, from, from the news? you think she gets access? No, no I think you're right. about uh, what's her I name? mean, he, she's, a, she's a black yeah. woman. I mean, that is the lowest of the low from the perspective of the press. And he treats he her like garbage. He hates people yeah. of color, he, and particularly women, women of color. Yeah. And she is smart and asks and really good yeah, questions. Yeah, so she's relentless. Right. Okay, right. so why isn't she asking these questions? And why do we need uh-huh. her to do all the heavy lifting? Right. Right? Uh-huh. Where are some of these other people? Again, right. let's not put everything on women of color who have to, you know... No, I, I, I agree I agree with you. No, I, I know. I'm not you, saying those, that you're those, saying otherwise. Those, con- those news conferences are just extraordinary. Like, how about when... Um, 
what's her name from CBS asked it wasn't actually him it was the, the it was what's her name the lunatic uh, spokesperson oh yeah the blonde what's her name she, she went to Harvard Law I saw yeah. that and it's like how anyway, how they asked her why 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 did he have to use the term kung flu right if he was just trying to make the point that it came from China and she gave some bullshit answer they all give bullshit answers it's just it's outrageous already meanwhile six weeks ago Kellyanne Conway was saying kung flu is offensive but this week she backtracked on that but I want to get back to this other thing about all of these guys who are complicit many of whom involved in kind of corrupt practices and stuff here's the question that I have ask away let's say uh-huh. Let's say that Joe Biden wins. What What do you think they're gonna do? They're gonna tear him. Are they gonna limb from limb? Are they gonna prosecute? Are they gonna prosecute people? Oh, are they gonna prosecute? You mean are they gonna prosecute these Trump people? Right. Are they so so? Let's say let's say that Biden wins. Uh-huh. Trump leaves office. However, okay, however way these it happens. are hypotheticals now. Yeah. Right. So here's my question. And then you have you have people who have in this administration who have quite obviously violated the law okay. numerous times. But because they are it's this administration, they've gotten a pass. A pass. Here's the question. Does here's my question. Do we want yeah. we, do separate from what we want. Yeah. We I know what we want. But I want, I'm go will the Democrats have the will take have the will Here's the, to Here's the question. Who's got the Senate? Right. If the Democrats are in control of the Senate and the House and the White right. House, then people will be brought to justice. If they're not, then there will right. be a stalemate. Just like you realize that that all that's it's still regardless, it's going to be very dangerous because you will have this 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 former president will not be like any no. previous former president. No. Who will take to Twitter to rile up his base? His, ba- right. his base. I think and saying that now the deep state is going after us right. unfairly. These are political. It's and I said it while I was the president, and look what's happening now, and so on and so forth. You know what I think? And all these fucking people are armed. I what? think it's going to be the Southern District of New York that is going to go after him legally. Mm. Right. And that will. But what about his daughter, his son-in-law? It depends where we are as a country. Like, these guys should all go to jail. Jail. Like, his family should all... They should all be in jail for all of the the stealing. Right. Right. Whether or not we're going to have the political will to do so... Listen, you and I both know this. As long as the right-wing media ecosystem continues to exist in its present form, we will teeter on the verge of a civil war. That's what's going to happen. So right. if they push too hard, like you said, the, these people who support him are armed and they're angry and they believe and that the government is against them. And they are being motivated there by both his Twitter feed yeah. as well as Fox News. Yeah, Fox they News are, and, and to the right. They're being Fox activated News. on these things. You're right. So like I said, as long as that ecosystem is unharmed, that mm-hmm. it will continue to poison our national discourse right. for years to come. It's it's so here's the thing, it's worrying to me 
that these people again hypothetical yeah. he loses hypothetical right. he leaves off it's some all of these the fact that we're off. even talking about that is a hypothetical so that if these people are not prosecuted yeah. it's a problem and if these people are prosecuted it's a real potential problem as well doesn't that sound like blackmail to you this is the very very different doesn't that sound like blackmail yeah. to you well yeah so they're essentially holding us hostage is what you're saying so the rule of law is going to be held hostage by a bunch of armed militants well who, look at did you did you happen to see any part of the hearing this week before Congressman Jerry Nadler's committee uh-huh. in which the, uh, the, attorney, the staff attorney from the antitrust division and the attorney from the Roger Stone case, one of the attorneys who had resigned, testified about the politicization of the Justice Department? Yeah, I didn't say it. Well... The response from the Republicans was one batshit crazy, Louis Gomer going completely apeshit, banging on the table, to basically dismissing these things as, you know, this is the normal course of business. And that, again, that these, these professional lawyers uh, were part essentially part of the deep state uh-huh. the unfortunate thing is that there's no there's no kind of perfect witness so the guy from the antitrust division had sought a position on the judiciary committee during the impeachment and the guy uh who was part of the roger stone prosecution was on uh mueller staff yeah so they were able to make that but, deep state I mean, argument. You can make that argument no matter what, because well, everything- my my point, just my point being yeah. that it is this is, you know, it could very well be that Trump is defeated, but this fever it won't break. The 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 Jim Jordan G Y M Jordan types will carry on in the House in this way, and that. There will still be the 30, 35%, perhaps as much as 40% of the American public who are unreachable uh, will be activated on these ideas. I don't think yeah. it's 40% of the public that will be activated. I think um, there's a much smaller oh, okay. percentage of people no, 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 who no, will but be I'm saying, activated. Right. Um, Good point. It's much smaller percentage, but 40% who believe, who buy, listen, potentially buy into this stuff. You're not going to reach those extremists no matter what. I mean, we see it. Right. They don't care about the facts. They don't care about science. They just have a worldview, right? And they're. But I'm not. But there's no reaching them until we dismantle this infrastructure, that the right wing echo chamber. Like Facebook. That's part of it, and that's. I yeah. mean, that's a big part of it. You sent me that article this morning about Facebook, and you and I have talked about this. We've talked about it on this show a lot. And you and I are both big Facebook users. Big. Right. And I'm finding it harder and harder it's to justify being on there. The good news yeah. on, fa- on the Facebook front is that 125 companies yeah. have said that they're not going to advertise for the month of July and some to see even a Facebook. Th- even some and some have said the not for the end of the year. Like Verizon. That is huge. So and it's big companies. Yeah. Coca-Cola, Verizon, and it's still not REI, really, Patagonia. And it's still not getting him to really make Unilever. And it's still not right. getting him to make real significant changes. He is Was it a Unilever big, or Verizon said that they won't advertise through the end of the year? I think Verizon. 
He okay. he's a big problem. He is he's a, a huge big problem. problem. And his platform, again, which we which we participate in gladly, is a big threat to our democracy. Right. You know that I know someone who knows um uh, what's his the the two the twins the, from Harvard the Winklevoss twins yeah 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 he definitely stole it from them this is what my friend all right big deal I mean we all know right, that. just say it just says you know something about his character well and every time this comes up I always want to reinforce the fact that who said there is no great fortune without great theft right or mm-hmm. a great crime sorry was that Dostoevsky anyway. Mm. You don't get to be in that place without right. being that guy. Right. But the fact Bill Gates did steal the interface for... Yeah, for uh, Apple. Windows. Uh, for from, Windows, yeah. I think it was Xerox. It was Xerox, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Listen, that's just, the, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. But they are, he is threatening I'm, democracy around the world with his platform right. and with his inability to adapt because he is a greedy fucking pig. Right, right. And and we have to think about this. I mean, we talk about it. And we again, we got to we got to put our money where our I mouth started. Goes, right? I broke. I started. I, and one of my friends from high school was who's also a heavy user of the yeah. uh, of Facebook. You know, we messaged, and he's like, "All right, we what we should do if we're going to do this is pick an end date. Yeah, like pick a date, uh-huh. and then two weeks from that date, we're all off. But in that time." We have decided on another platform, whether it's Signal or text. I mean, you know, WhatsApp's a problem because it's Facebook. WhatsApp's a huge problem, and so is Instagram. And and Instagram. So, you know, let's pick something where we can continue to do the things that we've been doing. Right now, there is a great alternative. That's the problem. So somebody's got to come up with an alternative, and then there needs to be a mass exodus. Right. Exodus. We had that idea. Let's have our own. Let's have something else, and it'll be a, a, a nominal fee for service. I think, Five dollars. I think a month. that exists already. What's it called? I, I don't know. One of my buddies was on MySpace. No. <laughs> Wasn't there a third one? It was Facebook, MySpace, and something else. I don't remember. I'm gonna go. I'm getting a. I'm, I'm, I want a MySpace account. That's a good idea. All right. Let's do a uh, real quick because we're coming to the end of the assholes of the week. Asshole of the week, go real quick because we forgot Guy to do Phillips. it last week. Yeah, Guy Phillips, Guy Phillips, Scottsdale, Arizona City Councilman, mm. who held a rally this an anti-mask rally this week and yelled, donned a mask, <laughs> and while the mask was on, screamed, "I can't breathe!" Huge so asshole. he both mocked yes. public health. And proved himself to be a racist fucking okay, asshole. Okay, so that's a big asshole. Uh, Guy Phillips. I'm, he's my first candidate to be asshole of the week. I'm going with Mark Zuckerberg. Just to, just to stay, stay on the Facebook thing. He's not in our pantheon. He should be. He, Cheryl Sandberg is. No, I don't think she's in the pantheon. Because I hate Cheryl Sandberg. Um, yeah, I think Mark Zuckerberg needs to, needs to be elevated. And I feel like we're doing him a disservice by not having elevated him earlier. Right, right. Okay, well, we'll definitely elevate him. And then I have a thir- I have a, someone else. Tim Walters, who is the co-founder of Open Maryland, who staged protests in Annapolis, Maryland, to put pressure on Governor Larry Hogan to open up uh, the Maryland economy. Maryland was doing pretty well. Who knows what's going to happen? I think this whole thing's going to come back and bite us all in the ass. But Tim Walters revealed 
that he now has COVID-19. But instead of cooperating with contact tracers, has declared he will not tell contact tracers who he's been in touch with and vowed to privately tell people who he'd been in touch with over the course of the last year. That's worked out what well. What an asshole. That's worked out well in other places. Yeah, so well. I feel like he's right. an asshole exactly. that karma is getting him already. So Right. Okay. So, so I don't know. Well, can we, can we have it every which way? So we elevate Zuckerberg to the Pantheon. Yeah. And we make Guy Phillips, the councilman from... Uh, from Scottsdale, Arizona, the ar- the asshole of the week. Guy Fieri? No, Guy Phillips. What about Guy, Guy Fieri? Fieri? That's another conversation. He's not now. He, I wouldn't say Guy Fieri would be the asshole of the week, but Guy Phillips. Nah, nah. he's just kind of like he's whatever. A che- but Guy he's Phillips a cheese is, ball. Cheese ball of the week. <laughs> cheese, right. That's a different category. Why does he wear his sunglasses like that? Anyway. Um, <laughs> we should have a whole episode where we just talk about him. <laughs> we really should. All right, fine. We'll elevate right. we'll elevate Zuckerberg to the Pantheon, and Guy Fieri will be not Guy Fieri. Guy Phillips. Guy Phillips. That's what I said. Guy, I can't. <laughs> no, you see Guy Fieri. Whatever. Guy, I can't breathe. Phillips is the asshole uh, of the week. Of the week. And um, fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. All right. All right. We're out. We're out. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs>